Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Is it? Because I ain't been here in a while. The last time I was here, I was going off on J. Cole. And then other stuff happened after that. But I don't care no more. <laughs> but today, I miss y'all. I do. Listen. <clears throat> Everything is going to be sporadic because we're in a pandemic. So it's just, ain't no schedule. It's just whenever. Whenever I can. Whenever I have the capacity and the space to provide content, that's when it'll happen. That's just what it is. Thank y'all for listening, though. Thank you for the ones that tune in. Thank you for the ones that go back and watch the old episodes, because I be seeing that, too. Um, Shout out to my new friends on Twitter that said they was going to uh, listen to the podcast because I gave a little piece of advice to somebody who was advertising in uh, Maul from the Joe Budden podcast tweets. And I'm just like, hey, listen, nobody's really going to interact. Somebody did interact with it, and I didn't like the energy. That's why I commented. And I said, basically, nobody's going to interact with those kind of tweets, um, typically. But if you must put them up, at least leave me a link. And I listen to it. And his name, his uh, podcast name is A Seat at the Table Sports Podcast, I want to say. It's called A Seat at the Table. And it looked like the logo is like a table with like some stick figures or something. Kind of look like our first logo if you're that old school and you remember what y'all feel to realize. But, um, anywho... I wanted to touch on a few things. First, Meg the Stallion, that whole situation. Now, the reason why, listen, I know it, 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 so many things, like things happen every day, all day. And you tend to forget what the fuck was going on. But I have to talk about how troubled I was at how, at some of the, the dialogue and rhetoric surrounding that situation where Tory, Tory Lanez allegedly, is still alleged, we don't have no real details it was reported i don't really know where the initial reports came from but meg did confirm that a crime was committed against her with the intention to harm her and the homegirl that was in the car with her said yeah she got shot basically but i didn't do it so that leaves one other person really which is tory lanes and if that happened we really have to dial back and we have to look at how fucked up that is like yeah, she got shot in the foot, and it's reminiscent of the Harlem night scene where Della Reese was fighting with that dude, and he shot her in the pinky toe. That That's a funny scene, but that's a scene. Us knowing that Meg got shot, first of all, at, well, initially the reports were that uh, there was a, some shooting, Tory Lanez had a gun, and Meg, like, injured her foot on some glass, maybe. And, um, that's, you know, that's where that foot injury came from. But then later she confirmed that she got shot and she had to get surgery to get bullets removed. She said bullets, like there was more than one. So maybe she mean pieces of a bullet. I don't know what kind of gun it was. I don't know, but she said bullets. So even if it was one, that's enough. But the fact that it it's potentially multiple is very troubling to me because what on earth First of all, it's very limited amounts of situations where you really need to shoot anybody. They're threatening your life. They're putting you in immediate danger. Um, it's not it's not impossible that Meg could put Tory Lane's life in danger and make him feel threatened. That's not impossible. I mean, he's a short man and she's a tall woman. Um, it's not impossible. I've never seen her in person. I don't know if she's strong. I don't know if she hits men. I don't know if any of these things happen. So I want y'all to understand that 
I'm not just saying, oh, it's, it's, it's automatically on tour. We don't know what the fuck happened. We don't. But we can gauge because they hang out together. Um, I never assumed that they were dating, but people have assumed that they was dating. And maybe this is a little piece of domestic violence dispute. I don't know what it is. But what I know is that it's not funny. It's not, it stopped being funny when we found out that she got, she got shot. It wasn't funny when Nipsey got shot. Wasn't funny when Tupac got shot. Wasn't funny when Biggie got shot. Wasn't funny when 50 got shot. Those things aren't funny. It's not funny for somebody to pull a gun out on you or just out and you get shot. I ain't never been shot, but I'm, I don't want to be. I don't want to experience that. It looks like it hurts. It looked like it's hot and it looked like it stays sore for a while. If you don't die or get some kind of permanent injury, Meg need her fucking foot. Everybody needs their foot if they already got them. And she wasn't doing them about drunk, having fun. We don't, again, I don't know the story, but what I know is that <clears throat> she got shot and he got arrested. Granted, they was in California. You're not supposed to have no fucking guns in California. So, there's that. Why do you have a gun around Meg the Stallion? There's also that. Um, if you feel unsafe, whatever it is, that's Meg the Stallion. Y'all need to call security that night. Somebody do. Because I don't understand. And I don't understand how it's funny. All the tweets. Again, people these people be humans they be bots they be whatever but it's a couple of y'all actual people that i know are actual people that have said some stupid shit about oh she want to be a savage so bad this the lifestyle oh the the she rap about what the fuck is wrong with y'all and why that's not okay to say when your favorite rapper get jammed up or shot or killed why it's not okay to say oh well you want you want to rap about that life so bad you want to engage? It's it's always sympathy and empathy, and it's not funny. And don't disrespect the dead. I guess they got to be dead to get disrespect. I mean, to get respect, because that's what it seems like a lot of times. I asked a couple of people, like, how come there were no parts of the Nipsey story that was funny? How come? Oh, cause that nigga got killed. He dead. So why is it less respectful to talk about somebody who's not here anymore? As opposed to a person that's that's there. Because whatever happened with Meg, it, it was traumatic by no means. Again, I have never been shot. I have been hit before. A car has ran into my car before. That type of shit leaves PTSD, leaves trauma, leaves you uncomfortable. So imagine somebody shooting you. I don't give a fuck where they shot you. They shot you. You don't know you, you don't know anatomy. You don't know how the human body works. You don't know if they hit they hit an artery or something. You don't you don't know. You're afraid. If something like that happens and then to see the, the, the end result, well, not the end result, but to see the subsequent police interaction they had where the police is yelling all these confusing ass directions and Meg's clearly scared as fuck in pain, bleeding from the foot, can't hardly walk. She can't put no weight on that foot and they steady asking her to fucking do the cha-cha slide. And then when she finally gets on the ground, it looked like she passed out a little bit, which is completely 100% possible. People pass out when they see blood. They pass out when they see their injury. They pass out because they're stressed out. All that's happening on camera. Then they got the other girl with her legs wide open. as if, Like, you see this bitch half naked. You see it. 
But you asking her to fucking dig down her birth canal so you can make sure. Come on, again. That situation could have been real fucked up for them. We have seen more happen with less interaction. She's so lucky. They so lucky they didn't get hurt because a gun was involved. So at that point, the police can act like they scared. And then that would have been a tragic ass fucking situation. And I guess that's when it wasn't going to be funny no more. Y'all are y'all are a lot, quite honestly. Same thing with that Coney Island video um, in Detroit. Well, a lot of y'all may not know about it. Um, but there was a, a fucking quadruple shooting at a Coney Island in Detroit. That yes, that happened, um, and somebody people were recording it, and people were then sharing it, and then people were getting mad that somebody shared it on a timeline. But you watched it, you watched it, and then you talked about it after. You gave it that energy, and that's that to me. That's yeah. Again, I understand everybody's opinions and and everything they said, but if you really didn't want that in the atmosphere in the universe you didn't you didn't like the way that energy was spread you would have cut it off right there whether you watched it or not i've done that before i have accidentally clicked on some gory ass shit i'm not finna say oh my god i just saw this video of a quadruple shooting and i can't believe it's on the internet why so some more people can go searching for it and then get mad and traumatize their damn self Mm -mm. that's disingenuous then, then you get mad at the people who, believe me, I understand it. And I'll explain it so y'all know that I understand it. But you got people that bring up, like, when shit like this happened, oh, well, what about Black Lives Matter and the black people? And then you pseudo-intellectual blacks get all in your fucking feelings like, well, we're talking about this and that is a separate thing. And you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. I have the ability and the, the mental capacity to distinguish the Black Lives Matter movement from anything else. The Black Lives Matter movement <clears throat> is about being disproportionately targeted and policed and killed and murdered by police, by the government, systemic racism. All of that is what Black Lives Matter is about. Holding people accountable when they do these offenses against black people, that would t- that that shows that black lives matter so yeah this dude that did the quadruple shooting they got his ass the next day he was arrested and perp walked the next day that is the distinction with the black lives matter movement and talking about quote-unquote black on black crime but we have to leave space to have the conversation about gun violence within the black community why we ain't got called black on black crime because that sounds like white supremacist rhetoric But when people say that, niggas, when niggas say that to other niggas, you niggas know what they're talking about. But you refuse to have space for that conversation. No, it's not black on black crime. That don't make no sense. That's white supremacist rhetoric. But gun violence and violence within the black community. Because, yeah, this nigga got arrested. But how many of y'all know somebody that know somebody that got killed and the person that killed them is still out here or only dead because somebody retaliated with more gun violence how many of y'all know that that situation exists you know domestic violence pedophilia all that type of shit all those type of problems in the black community that we don't want to have open violence against trans and gay people nobody wants to hold space to have a different conversation we just want to talk about the enemy that's a different color 
when there is something and I'm not going to discount and discredit the people that are out there doing the work to stop, to prevent, to thwart violence, gun violence within the black community. But we have to when when shit like this happen, a fucking quadruple shooting, that's a mass shooting, essentially. That, like y'all say, the white people do all the time. Only thing is, he didn't have, he didn't need no semi-automatic weapon. He got point-blank shots off on three niggas, four niggas, and three of them died. And and how do we get here? The sub- subsequent stories that came out said that the dude felt threatened he's well that's i guess that's the defense he gonna go with he felt threatened because somebody made a comment about his shoes i'm thinking maybe they like he was trying to say they he thought they was gonna rob him i don't know but if you look at that video that boy wasn't threatened by shit not immediately in the age ranges of the dudes that got killed did it make no sense a 20 year old a 28 year old like a 25 year old 34 year old like and the guy that did it was 25 and and the whole thing was just strange but my point in in mentioning that is saying that we have to be able to have have space for that conversation and a lot of times it don't need to come from the pseudo intellectuals you ones that are doing the work for black lives matter a lot of y'all don't have those the experience be living in 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 these hoods and in these neighborhoods and in these inner cities that have this kind of violence a lot of y'all don't have that immediate experience maybe you live in the suburbs maybe you never jumped off the porch but they got a whole different experience that they got to deal with that's why you hear a lot of niggas in detroit when you know there were black lives matter rallies and shit in detroit and you had some niggas like the detroit police ain't never did shit to me they never did shit to me it's because that's their experience. The Detroit police ain't never did shit to them. Because the Detroit police got bigger fish to fry. Because there's another problem going on at the same time. So what what you consider brutality, pseudo-intellectual black, is not the same for them. Because they... Ain't nobody protecting them on no front. And the people that they are more afraid of are the niggas that look like them. And that's just a fact. And you're not going to change that just because you explain systemic racism to them. That don't matter. Because they can't walk into Coney Island without the threat of death. They'd be safer walking into a police station. Some of these people. That's their experience. You can't negate that because you went to college and you know some shit about some shit. Or you read some articles or some tweets and you follow the, the thought leaders and whatever. My last ep- one of my last episodes when I said hoteps matter, you got to listen to the motherfuckers that you don't want to hear. You have to listen. You have to hear their experiences. Otherwise, you just talking to be talking. You don't know the full scope. You don't have the perspective. You don't know what you're talking about. And I had to learn that talking to people who are from these city, these inner cities and, and listening to their mindsets in the way that the, they don't they, they're not having the same conversation that y'all have it. They don't give a fuck about that. That's not on their radar. We have to have space for that conversation. Last thing, Kanye. I wish you understood that you could you could you could sell your albums without doing fuck shit every time something's coming out. You're not running for president. You sound stupid. 
Yes. Are you making points sometimes? Sure. If you peel back layers and, and, and delete perspective and just go with on its face shit. Sure. Your comment about Harriet Tubman. She freed the slaves from one, uh, working from one set of white people to another. Yeah, but you didn't do anything. So there's that. If they didn't do that, you wouldn't be doing this. See, niggas got a lot of nerve with their hindsight. In 2020, and a lot of us do it. I've done it before. Act like, oh, you, the whole I am not my ancestors rhetoric. No, you're not. You're a piece of shit in comparison. You don't have the same fight or flight as them. You don't. So that's stupid. But your Kanye, your comments about Harry Tubman. She free, she took them from one white people to another. That's how it had to happen. That that that's just that's just what it was. Under the circumstances, what what was I gonna do? Go ask to sit on the board at Gap? What the fuck are you talking about? What was I gonna do? Make some shoes and sell it to the rest of the slaves, and then hopefully white people start buying it, and then they become big. What 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 would have been your plan, Kanye? That back then, since you're talking about them. Why don't you talk about somebody more current? Had a conversation about Obama. Oh, you tried to. And that nigga called you a jackass and kept it moving. Because you don't know how to... To to be such a thoughtful artist, talented artist, you, you don't know how to articulate anything. Everything you say, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make any sense. And as far as the shit that you saying about Kim right now on Twitter, whenever you said it, again, I've always hated the Kardashians and I have largely used rhetoric that says that they are the reason that he is that way now. I take it back. I take it back. I do. Yes. Are they problematic? Yes. Do they steal from black women? Yes. All those things is true. But one thing is Kanye is, is the prime example of the niggas that I be talking about because you sat up there and you targeted Kim Kardashian. You wanted you wanted the baddest bitch in the industry. You targeted her. You got her. Now, 10, 12 years later, you mad because she's Kim Kardashian? Bitch, get out her face and get out her house. And get off her capital. And get out of her connections and get out of her network. Since you're so unhappy and it's making you so unstable and they, they got you like, get out. See, I wasn't on these bitches' sides before, but now I am. Hearing you come out and say it like that especially when it's to promote an album. I don't like it. Listen to Charlamagne on the radio. Charlamagne said, well, they, that's the kind of energy they gave out for years. And you're right. You're right. But at the end of the day, they're good at it. So Kanye, get the fuck away from around them and let them, let them cook. And you go figure it out on your own with whatever friends you have fucking left. Looks like you got some pretty good friends. Dave Chappelle drove out there to see if you was all right because you're fucking tripping. <clears throat> but it's just, it's just, <sighs> Kanye is a disappointment, quite honestly, because everything that you, not, nothing that you're doing is productive. It's not, produ- it's not productive for anything. You got, you did your little fake presidential rally and you was talking, again, it always goes back to what you trying to do. I'm trying to sit on the board of Gap. I left Nike. That None of that shit that you're talking about matters to any person, especially in a global pandemic. The people at Gap don't give a fuck. I'm sure. No one gives a fuck about you and your rich nigga woes. 
and how you have the nerve to lash out at a Harriet Tubman or whoever from the past with no fucking perspective. You said that shit with no perspective. This woman walked miles and miles and ran and swam and did all this kept going back and saving people kept going back bitch if she didn't keep going back do you know how many fucking people would would have stayed in slavery for longer and the longer that is the more fucking generational trauma that's caused from that do you know if she never even got up and did shit about like where would we be if there weren't people like harriet dumbin that was willing to do something and they hear your black asses in 2020 doing absolutely the fuck nothing. Nothing. I don't give a fuck about charities. I don't give a fuck about none of that because I don't, I don't give a fuck. Fuck your charities. Fuck all that shit. Fuck it. That is nothing. You are doing. And I don't want to. Here's the thing. Because I understand that Kanye West has been diagnosed with, um, some kind of mental health but is it bipolar it's something it's something i think he said bipolar i think that's what he said on his last or last album before last or whatever so i know that there is some mental i can see it i've experienced people with a similar diagnosis who respond the same way the difference is is that they don't have no fucking money they don't have no money they don't have no space they don't have people validating the shit that they're going through you have people that try, but there are not a lot of people that have time to just deal with the fallout of 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 some of the things that they go through when they don't take their medicine, when they think that they're okay. And I think that's probably what's happening. I hate to, you know, try to analyze his mental health, but just from experience with other people, they take the medicine they be good and then they'd be like I don't need this medicine because I'm good not realizing that sometimes not all the time because I don't subscribe to to medication and shit like that but that's also because whatever things I have going on mentally whether it's anxiety depression I, I have figured out ways to handle it and that's because that is that is that is what I'm capable of doing. That is the the length of, of where my anxiety and depression is, is to where I can manage it with my own tools. Everybody don't have that luxury. And it is a luxury to, to be able to maintain control over those issues. And a lot of times people think they have control and they don't. And then there's a whole situation or a whole question of what is normal. Because I've seen people who have had these manic episodes and I don't think nothing's wrong with them. Like I, because I only see one part of it. I see them dreaming and, and, and talking about what they want to do. And yeah, their mind is going in a million different places at once, but it's not hurting nobody. But then I find out from other people who have had those experiences that eventually it ends up hurting somebody. Like, yeah, when they talking about their delusions of grandeur and, you know, all the things that they want to do and all these ideas that they have. And, you know, the shit when people be agreeing with Kanye, you know, they, when they be like, yeah, but but what he's saying is true. And and Harry Tubman didn't free the slaves because we're not even free today. Like it, those type of people. It's all cute and dandy at that point. But then something they go over another edge at some point. And again, this is just experiences that people have talked to me about because I have like I've experienced 
somebody with a bipolar disorder and I didn't I didn't catch on that something wasn't right I didn't or and I don't even want to say it like that because again I'm still on the fence about what's acceptable and what and, and what what's right and wrong and how you should be acting in society but again I haven't I actually I have I have I have seen the fallout of what that turns into when somebody has to get committed when you know they they their delusions of grandeur have now turned into them turning on themselves. So like nobody will listen to me. Nobody, nobody understands me. So I might as well not even fucking be here. Like that, that's, that's when somebody got to step in and that's what people got to understand. And I don't even know if Kanye, like, cause at one point I was saying this bitch got all the resources, all the money to get the help that he needs. But if he don't know and he don't think and it don't register him register to him that he needs help, then you got a whole different problem. And we 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 were like I said, all of us was talking shit about Kim like they don't give a fuck about that. They just letting him go off the rails and blah blah blah, but it seems like maybe they they weren't. Maybe that is one point part of their life that they were kind of trying to keep on the hush because it it to them, I can imagine it's embarrassing. Because the type of shit that, that Kanye be saying, it's just like, I don't want people to think that I think like that, that I'm like this brainwashed fucking Christian that's talking about people's right to choose. What the fuck are you talking about, Kanye? Why are you ta- having a pro-life debate? Why are you, ha- why are you, why are you spewing pro-life, pro-choice, whatever rhetoric? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't have any of the facts. You don't know anything. Nothing. And I can tell by how empty you're fucking, you're put, you say some shit and you think it's groundbreaking and you wait for an applause. You don't be saying shit. The people that follow you. Again, I was a fan of Kanye and I, I can devil's advocate you down, but at this point, we have to understand you, it, that whatever you're talking about, it's not productive. It's not serving anybody. It's not doing anything. You're just getting on people's nerve. Whole conversation about you splitting the, the black vote and all. I, I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't care. You got this point that you want to make and you feel like you about to do it on your own. You feel like you about to be president. And I'm not saying you shouldn't feel like that, but... Kanye West, Kanye West need to go on a retreat, like a, like a, to a, ma, a mosque, what do they call it? Um, where are the monks? I don't know, wherever them places is. He need to go to one of them retreats and get his shit together. Somebody needs to ground him, teach him how to stay grounded. Somebody need to recalibrate the medicines if they were, I don't know. Cause I don't know how bad it is. Or again, I hate saying the negative words, but I don't know what he going through over there and I don't know what he needs but he needs something and I don't even know if he has the capacity to tap in and realize that because he he different he he just not he different and it's weird and it's like now you turning on you turning on the Kardashian you fucking targeted them they would have taken any nigga you targeted Kim and you said it and you put her up on this pedestal and all of a sudden she not pure or whatever the fuck shit she was saying. Even though she only gave you babies, her husband, 
And then the nerve. The nerve. Y'all got surrogates. Talking about what's of God and what's godly. And I'm not saying that's not, but y'all got a lot of privilege and opportunity to do a bunch of other shit that other people can't do. And then you got the nerve to vilify some, vilify some other shit or somebody else or what they doing or Harriet Tubman or Obama. And that's another thing. Some of y'all, I need y'all to stop watching YouTube videos. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say nothing else. I'm just going to say, yes, I am going to say something else. A lot of these conspiracies that y'all falling for now are very old. Um... I don't even like saying conspiracy theory because conspiracy is like a bunch of y'all did some shit that's bold and that's, that happens all the time. But I'm talking about kind of these far-fetched stories that people kind of just put 10 on 20 and, 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 and make it happen because Obama said pizza and hot dog in an email before that mean he like kids. All right. I'm not going to tell you what to believe and what not to believe, but I'm going to say... Um. That is also unproductive. He's not the president no more. But even if he was. And again, that Epstein shit. That shit with Epstein. That conspiracy. That that looks nasty. But I would implore you to examine the things that we have at hand. And not just be trying to dig up old shit to try to use that support of this shit. When, when all the, the information that we need about F, Epstein and his pedophile island and... We have all that information and we can use that to get to the other shit. But y'all can't just be jumping off. the. I mean, you can. You can do what you want to do. But everybody don't touch kids just because they like pizza is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's all I had. I don't have I don't have much of much else. I think I don't know what else happened. Oh, Nick Cannon and being anti-Semitic. I did want to touch on that a little bit. And and oh shit. And what I wanted to say uh about that is um I I will admit that I was a little bit less empathetic for the offense that was that that was committed against Jewish people allegedly. I didn't watch the whole Nick Cannon video and by the time I tried to they had taken it down. But apparently he was saying some five percenter shit. And I like what Andrew Andrew Schultz said on the Brilliant Idiots. What he said is basically the reason why. One of the reasons why what Nick Cannon said was so wrong is because um, he was spewing somebody else's rhetoric. Those weren't thoughts that he synthesized on his own. Like he it wasn't like, oh, I think this and this and this because of this and this and this. And those are your thought leaders. The ones that can come up with their own thoughts based on shit that's already out in the universe. They just kind of put it together and they gather something else. But when, but, but he, it's right. When you just go out there like like just repeating shit that Dr. Umar said and, and the people in Hidden Color said, you go sound ridiculous. Um, You're going to. And that's, Nick Cannon did sound ridiculous. His sentences, it didn't make any fucking sense what he was saying. Um, if you just think about it for like a couple more seconds, you'll realize like we have like nobody, no science has, has proven that melanin makes you a more compassionate person like melanin itself. You could gather based on history and, and that black people may be a little bit more compassionate, but that 
that can also come from being oppressed. And then you'll see that there are a lot of cases where black people are not compassionate, especially to the LGBT community. So when you have a whole, you acting like it's a us against them or it's us and it's them. When within us, you got a lot of fuck shit. You got a lot of oppression. You got a lot of wrongdoing. You got a lot of harm going on. That's kind of when the conversation gets stupid. Now, as far as the 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 rhetoric about jewish people owning everything and at first i was like i don't want to hear that because that doesn't sound like a slur that doesn't sound like something oppressive you own everything is not oppressive inherently but from what i eventually learned from kind of listening to these different conversations that i wasn't even interested in but i said let me listen because that's bold for me to just be like, no, fuck y'all and y'all struggles. Because the Holocaust did exist. Jewish people have been persecuted since pretty much the beginning of time. But there is a difference. Um, my thing my thing is, is like, I, I understand Hitler and them niggas used this kind of rhetoric, rhetoric to exterminate Jewish people. This is how it started. And they don't want to hear that shit. And I can imagine, even though they do have a lot of power in these industries, that's why his motherfucking ass was fired immediately, because they do have a lot of power and a lot of money now. But I had to think about to myself, if black people, if niggas as a whole, if one day we get to a point where we own everything and we not saying that that's that's how it should be, Terry Crews. But that we own everything, that we got capital, that we just we 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 know we no longer what we was at what at that point. If we somehow get to a point like that, and you got a mother like a white boy or some shit coming out saying, you know, the real savages are the Africans and the African Americans because they did this and they did that and they they own everything and they trying to take over and they trying to wipe out our race and. I wouldn't want to hear that shit either. I don't give a fuck where we are in 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 our hierarchy in uh, society it could be jewish nigga jewish people they're niggas and then everybody else is below us i wouldn't want to hear that shit either and i can understand that whether i own everything or not because you're not about to knock us back into uh even though again at this point y'all have so much power and y'all are also white people largely um that's not gonna happen to y'all and but I understand you don't want to hear that shit, especially on some shit that you own, and that's fine. I'm I, listen, that's fine. Shouldn't Nick Cannon have gotten fired? Yeah, why not? I just think the rush of accountability is what was fascinating to me because it's kind of like it be networks with whole it be pedophiles, child porn allegations, all type of dick wolf. Got the longest running show and apparently got some kind of fuzzy shit in his past. It takes so long for a lot of people to be held accountable for much worse shit. Nick Cannon said some words on a podcast that don't nobody listen to. And he got fired from a whole separate job. A whole set. Wilding out. The purpose of wilding out is to, to verbally assault people with insults and and shade and all type of shit be anti-blackness it be lightweight homophobia like that that all of that is okay 
but you go you say some shit about Jews that everybody don't even understand as a slur and you get the fuck out of here. That's kind that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I get it, I understand because if you say some crazy shit at somebody else's shit, they got every right to put you out. It's just crazy to me because like we go back to Brianna Taylor and the the niggas that killed her are on the beach enjoying their family and their summer. Um no accountability. I think they still have their jobs. So that kind of shit really makes us that kind of shit makes niggas skeptical when uh, these other marginalized communities come out and say some shit is offensive because it just be like words that this nigga y'all own this nigga and y'all know it in a, in a sense y'all y'all have the rights to his show y'all the reason why he is who he is y'all gonna take him out of here when he say some words that they weren't meant necessarily to put you down but to empower somebody else even though what he said yes anti-semitic in nature yes it has a history yes all of that but but and then his apology was immaculate like y'all motherfuckers lately i I meant to say something about that too because it was somebody else that had a good the nigga that said the shit about jill scott Oh, y'all really find Jill Scott sexually attractive or whatever he said. And the Twitter tore his ass out the frame. And then he came out with this fucking immaculate apology, like just covering all the bases. Like, bitch, if you had the wherewithal to say all that, why you couldn't keep your fucking mouth shut in the first place? Same thing with Nick Cannon, his apology. It didn't take you very long to come up with that apology, which means it didn't take you very long to learn some shit, which means, but again, he thought he was learning some shit. Because when you talk to these fucking Umar Johnsons and all these other people, they be saying shit and it be sounding like it makes sense at the time. But if you, if you just, if you just put it, if you just, if you just, if you just put it up against some other information and just look a lot, it's stupid. That's why I tell you, don't fucking get your, your, your rhetoric, your narrative or anything from hidden colors because that is a that is a one piece perspective that is what some uh, largely that's a bunch of shit that somebody think and y'all coming out here in the real world saying the shit same shit uh uh what's his name uh motherfucking uh Farrakhan a lot of the shit that they say is fucking crazy that don't mean that you go around like you you don't you just have to think for yourself that's the thing and a lot of y'all swear you swear you be you you be trying to you're not thinking on your own if you just thinking some shit some other somebody else is saying like candace owens and them like bitch you're not different because you don't think like the rest of black people you just think like white people when are you going to come up with thoughts on your own because very every so often somebody checks that bitch and she was like, oh, yeah, I agree with that because that makes sense. Y- yeah, it makes sense. If you listen to more people than just the people that you directly disagree with, you would find out that them, them not the ones that speak for everybody else. That's my biggest pet peeve is for somebody to address somebody saying some stupid shit when you know that that's not the larger sentiment. When you know that that like talk to somebody random on the street about black lives matter and hear their explanation and it sound crazy and don't make no sense and then you go to your platform and address that like that fucking stupid shit that somebody said on the street no 
Because you know that's not the larger sentiment. And stop making shit up, Candace Owens. Every time I hear her, she spew the same, the same fucking statistics that she made up in the first place. I think my episode from last year. Stop saying that shit, Candace Owens. Your, your, your statistics about police brutality and black-on-black crime and all of that shit is made up by somebody. It doesn't make any sense. The way you put it together is a lie. The police didn't kill 900 black people in 2016. They killed 900 people. Or whatever the number was. You got to go, go back to another episode. See, now I'm yelling at this bitch. It wasn't even about her. But fuck her. Um, air perm. Um, was that anti-black? My bad. Um, yeah, y'all. So, bye.